Welcome to the Busy Ravnivores, where four friends take time out of their busy lives to read and discuss romance novels and the challenges that keep them going. I'm Ariana. I'm Sabrina. I'm Haley. And I'm Kristen. Yay, we did it, friends! Look at us! Oh, we did it. We're the Busy Ravnivores. Oh, yeah, that part. Yeah, we're the Busy Ravnivores. <laughs> <laughs> Any hoodles. So this episode is kind of unusual. We're doing a Get Wrecked with TBR episode instead of Get Mm -hmm. Wrecked with Guests episode. Because guess what, y'all? It's the end of the year, which means we get to look back at our old challenges for this year and the reading that we have done or not done. And then (laughs) (laughs) look forward to the next year, what our goals are. Um, So... Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing, Mariana? How how's your challenge outlook going? Horrendous. <laughs> I'm just gonna be point blank. It's not good. I I'm really hoping. So we're recording this uh I guess still early December. Um we're not at the halfway point, so I would still say early mm. December. Um, and I don't know if I'm going to finish my like annual goal of reading. I upped it from last year and I regret it deeply. So <laughs> that's just where I'm at already. Um, I, let's see. Okay. Sorry. I'm looking at our little like outline. We're trying to be focused listeners. We're really trying. Um, we did mm-hmm. try to record we have actually recorded this episode already and it was a hot dumpster fire yeah. of yeah. It tangents was true chaos. we were we were rabid raccoons in loins there clothes. were like yes. there were soap boxes mm-hmm. there were mm-hmm. random challenge there was looking up challenges as we were talking yeah there was- <laughs> yeah I, um, okay, so let's see. Challenges I finished. I will be finishing my alphabet challenge, um, which I try to finish every year. I will be finishing 20 books by black women this year. I will probably finish the HB Reading Embrace because I never think about that the entire year. And then normally around December 30th, I go, oh shit, I could definitely force my way into finishing that challenge, which is the point of mm-hmm. the embrace. Um, so yes. I probably will finish that one. Um, I, and I plan to keep both of those challenges for next year um, of 20 books by black women and my alphabet challenge. I will probably carry over decolonize your shelf by black walnut books. Um, we kind of like, I, I've been talking about this on and off to y'all about the fact that like, I love this challenge. I think it's a beautiful, great challenge. The problem for me is the fact that it really asks you to read something other than romance because it's not made by like a romance only. Yeah. It's not a romance specific challenge. Yeah. And like it, it gets pretty specific about being like, Hey, you gotta like, you got to read something else. And I straight up just stomped my foot at that this year where I was like, no, you can't no. make me. Um, so I'm going to keep working on that challenge. I'm going to carry it on until next year. And my one of my goals for 2024 is to finish this challenge. I will. I'm going to do it. I, I'm going to do it. I, you are. 
yeah, I had high hopes. I had this, I'm realizing now I'm looking through my like a uh, reading journal and I forgot I even had this challenge called shop your shelves bingo, which I was going to read all of the physical books, not all. I was going to find books that I own and to like put them in there. So I actually read all of the books that I own. Y'all, I have one book. I have one block open <laughs> and it's a Kindle book that I had purchased like via Kindle when it was on sale. Um, and it fit into three other challenges. So I, I surely filled in that one book. I will not be finishing that challenge. I will not be continuing that challenge. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely yeah. not. No, it apparently didn't hold my attention for anything. Too challenging. Yeah, too too hard. I don't want to think about that. I don't know. Um, let's see. My main... Okay, books I loved in 2023. I have it broken down like... I'm sure all of us do a bracket. I'm sure all of us do a bracket style rating of all of the books each month. <laughs> Obviously. I do. <laughs> I know. I know Sabrina and Kristen for sure do. Um, and so far I have A Court of Silver Flames. I just, I really loved, oh, those two angry people falling in love. Mm, good. We Could Be So Good, which I have not shut the fuck up about. Before I let go. And then I don't have anything for the second quarter or the last quarter of the year because I'm still going through it. Um, so those so far are top three out of four. I think it's probably going to be like that final four is in between Wild Pitch and This Could Be Us. I don't know yet. We'll see. We'll see. It's very good. Um but so challenges I didn't finish. I'm really upset to say, I don't think I'm going to finish 23 for 23. I'm trying my best, but I diverged during October to try to do um, creepy books. And then I was in a book slump and ended up down a reread rabbit hole. And so I don't think I'm going to finish it, but I do plan to do like a personal 24 for 24 I think whether or not like it's hosted or not, I'll definitely do a 24 for 24. Um, and then I just found this challenge, like literally this morning called the diverse baseline. And it's hosted by bookish mm. millennial and the margarita. It's the margarita dot S and they're on Instagram. And it is a minimum of read three books by BIPOC authors per month for entirety of 2024 to make the minimum of 36 BIPOC books in order to form a habit of reading and supporting BIPOC books. And so each month there'll be three prompts, um, like where there'll be three prompts per month that you need to like find a book that fits it. So for January, it's a collection of poetry, a Latin author and a book with a fat main character What's this called? This is called the Diverse Baseline Challenge. I'll send it to y'all right now. That um, sounds awesome. I know. I saw it and I was like, the universe. Well, that like reminds me of like when we first talked about it. Like that was like, I was going about it a little bit differently. But like that sounds like right up my This own. is perfection because I was like, okay, I want to do like a 24 for 24. But like 
24 alone doesn't feel like enough. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I need to figure something out. And so I saw this this morning and the universe truly was just kind of like, we're so glad you had to re-record. You need it to re-record so that you can get this like beautiful challenge to scream about. So yeah. yeah. So I'll definitely be doing that one next year. And I think it's going to scratch such a good itch. And they have all 12 months already planned. Y'all, this love is beautiful. That. I love this. I love this so much. Um, it is on Storygraph. So you can like find it there. But yeah, I'm really excited for that. I'm definitely going to do uh, 20 books by Black Women again. I'm going to continue my Decolonize Your Shelf. I'm going to do the Alphabet Challenge. For seasonal things, I'll definitely be doing um, my Rip Bodice Bingo, uh, Bang in the Night. And then if there's any Pride Bingos, I'll definitely do that. Kristen has been talking about <laughs> hosting a Pride Challenge, and I'll let her talk more about that. But whatever challenge Kristen decides to host this year I'll definitely be joining that and then my overall reading goals is of course to continue diverse reading I would like to read at least five books that I already own um that's so low and I really <laughs> I own I love so it. many books but like I have not read all of them and I just need to um, especially because then I can decide if I'm going to keep them or bring them to like the secondhand store and get, get more credit. Um, if you guys are ever in town, I, want to go more to- books. I have almost $2,000 in credit at the book rack. Can I just like use some of your credit next time I'm in town? Absolutely. Like, can we go on a TBR shopping spree? What? Absolutely. We can go shopping. I'll be there in June. Yeah. Hello. It's just the like you just have to pay the tax on them and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think there's like a little percentage, but yeah, I have so much credit. I'm never going to get through. I say this, like I'm going to read a physical book. I don't know what I'm thinking. Right. That's the thing is I keep <laughs> buying books from them. And then I'm like, this is great. I don't read physical books. I read everything on my iPhone or on my Kindle. Like, I might actually, I have a ton of books that I have been trying to figure out what to do with them. And there's only so many tiny library, like little like libraries that I can drop them off at in town (gasps) before I fill them up. And I might just bring it with me when I come down. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just like dump them in the, like when, if there's space in them, I'll just go like leave some stuff in there. That's so smart. I should do that because our neighbors have one. Like I've always wanted one, but our neighbors have one. So it doesn't make sense to have two in the same neighborhood. Um, so I'll definitely probably just go shove some books in there. Um, books I'm most looking forward to in 2024. I don't know. I feel like I have like a long list of books I'm really looking forward to. I can't think of a single one. I never remember books until they're published. I do want to say, okay, so like this is just throwing this out there, right? So like I've been talking about, I know that I've mentioned Fantastic Fiction to y'all before Mm -hmm. that website that I used to track my like author back catalog specifically, but it's also where I track like like authors that are coming up because you can follow an author and it'll email you every time (sighs) they update or anything like that. Um, I will say like, that's how I've started keeping track of books coming out. And like, so it's nice because I'll just come in here randomly. So all of these books at some point have been on my follow list. Mm-hmm. And so now they're all um, available now. And like some of them I've read. So I need to go through and like clear stuff, some stuff out. But um, this is all stuff that has been on my like 
one day I want to read. And now it's, I can go to go look at it and be like, is there anything that I've been wanting to read that is available now? And it's just all there. It's pretty fabulous. Oh my God. I have to start doing this because I like, this is something that we talked about in our 23 for 23 <laughs> episode was like, if your algorithm isn't working for you, you have to make it work for you. Like you need to go uh-huh. make sure you're following those people. Um, yeah. And so I like stopped following some some bookstagramers that every time they were recommending, it was like only like it was only white authors, and I was just like getting really disappointed by their recommendations. And so I stopped following them, and then like I've just been trying to change my algorithm, and it's slowly working. Mm-hmm. Surprising, it is working, and uh, <laughs> so like, but I'm missing some of like authors like i i read or like have an og author with that like i'm like oh they have a new book out like i don't know i don't actually keep track of any dates maybe i should plan that um well and that's like for this this is something that i just started doing this year because like i run into the thing personally where i sorry now i'm just like just to kind of help you with solutions on that yeah. I know I'm really bad about reading an author and I'll love the author and then I just never end up going back to them yeah. because they don't come across my brain again, which is why I like that. This is why I use this for this. And it's because it keeps them in my mental space. Like I'm getting emails saying, hey, this person uh, announced that this book is coming out, coming out. And it's like it's pretty on top of it. Like they're like st- like the day it'll it shows up on the internet that this person has announced book i'll get an email saying hey this like this has been added for this author kind of thing so like oh, i yeah. really like this for like back catalogs especially like authors that you really want to read all of their stuff yeah it's almost all there like some stuff is missing but like yeah I that's because things. recently Kristen recommended the roommate risk to me by talia hibbert mm-hmm. and i could have sworn i had read every single angle every single talia hibbert book and I hadn't read that book. I owned it, but I hadn't read it yet. <laughs> Goddamn delight. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I forgot how in love with Talia Bird I am and everything. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm like, oh, I need to make sure I'm following anything and everything. Like, if she sneezes, I want to know. Like, ugh. <laughs> not in a creepy way. Just like, if she were to publish that sneeze, I would love to buy it from her, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. I don't know that there's not a creepy way to feel that way, but also I support. Yeah, you. yeah. I, I was it. like, I just sound so unhinged, but yeah, I'm really excited for 2024 because, like, we're gonna work on our reading, but also, I keep telling y'all this. I finally get to get a new reading journal. I've had this one since 2021. It's my beautiful baby. I love her so much. Um, but now I get a new one, and ee, I'm so excited. It's going to be wonderful. Mm-hmm. I'm going to track so many things in it. I'm going to have so many beautiful little doodles that are not very good, but they're beautiful to me. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and I think that's Your it. excitement over that reading journal inspired me to come up with like what I want to put in my reading journal yes. and how I want to do it. So I'm so excited. I just have to, I've ordered the paper for my disc journal. I'm just like waiting for it to come in so I can get started. Yes. I love a disc journal. I'm, Thanks Haley. Yeah. You're I'm welcome. I'm really debating uh, if I'm getting a disc journal or not, but I kind of love just like a traditional journal journal, yeah. but then I, I like yeah, the idea stuck. So what, cause I can use the disc journal throughout the year. And then at the end of the year, I can buy the little like 
mini thing mm-hmm. to make it its own little yes. year oh. of mm-hmm. a book journal. Okay, and you need to tell me like <laughs> what paper you're getting because I, I order need... it from the website from because uh, I got the William Mar not William you got is that it William fancy Mara? one. Oh, more like, yeah. I know, I know what you're talking about. Yes, yeah. Um, I'll look it up and send it to you. But I get I it directly send from you their website. The one that I use as well because I get it from an Etsy shop and I really like it. Okay, so it's not it's not a specific book tracking thing. No, no I'm just gonna get me. lined paper because um, I I don't like necessarily what categories they auto put yeah like I have certain things that I want to put on there yeah I want to know because I like I like a dot grid I do I I do use dot grid um I don't know there's just something about the lines that makes it feel less like it's too rigid yeah I can't do other things yeah whereas Mm -hmm. with the with the dot grid I do but I spend I do sometimes do so much time like prepping it and uh-huh. then I get um, exhausted and bored, and then I end up not doing it or not wanting to continue doing it. So I was wondering mm-hmm. if I was trying to find something that had like some sort of like pre setup where I could just you know fill in my books mm-hmm. or do, mm-hmm. you know do yeah. something yeah. Um, because I think that's part of it, which is why I like the disc journal because then I can get bored and get distracted and stop doing it, and then when it's not pretty, I can just easily remove it and mm-hmm. yep replace it with what I would like to be aesthetically pleasing yeah um, yep. yeah anyway anyway so yeah you railed you Mariana no that's okay because I was pretty much done um <clears throat> I'm really excited for my goals and I'm really excited we're gonna do like a whole year of podcasting this like it'll be a I don't know I was thinking about that the last time we were talking is I realized that what prompted this podcast was me being on the Embrace episode for HB's last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We started talking about this podcast almost a year ago. I know. And we actually did it. Or doing it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to spend 2024 talking about reading challenges with y'all. Um, that's my highlight for 2024. And I love y'all. So uh, whoever's next before I get too sappy in this bitch yeah this year <laughs> I already said it I have been not good at reading mm-hmm. challenges so like I started off the year pretty strong so I did like year of smut chapter one I did a couple of monthly challenges through like the queer romance fan club and I was like real big on that that's like six books a month with different prompts and then like your smuts 12 over three months and then like other little things and so like i started off the year strong and then it just i i mean frankly i started slash joined two podcasts in the summer (laughs) you know so like i just uh like kind of figuring out how to manage that because like I went from being able to read whatever I wanted whenever I wanted to like I have a little bit more of a required reading list you know which is fine um and I'm enjoying it I just it 
it was just a lot. I was not in a place. So like I didn't do bang in the night this year. I didn't do any sort of holiday thing. I'm not doing anything holiday this year. Um, I didn't do ripped bodice. I've done ripped bodice every year for the last couple of years. Um, the ones that I do think I'm going to finish this year though, are the alphabet challenge. That's just an annual challenge that I do, um, specifically alphabet plus. And so, uh, the one I'm doing on Storygraph, I'm actually the, the head of quote unquote, or like the, the starter of it. So I'm just going to make another, like, I'm going to basically just copy and paste that one and do that again. And then I also this year have done the barbell monthly challenge, which is the Bay area romance reading book club challenge like uh it's a book club over in california and they have a they had a challenge this year that was monthly and it was a different prompt for every month i fucking loved that challenge uh Mm -hmm. i will be finishing that this one this year and if they do another one next year i will be joining that one again just because like a book a month is totally me yeah i kind of think i might try to do that one but i feel like i'm getting very close to destructive mariana where i start finding more and more challenges as the year ends and i'm like i would totally Mm -hmm. do that with you um i will say hey listeners i thought we all buddy read iron flame together for friendship and love and no it was for (laughs) Kristen serena's fucking challenge and i'm still bitter Haley read it because she loves us it was for both i it was original okay I read it for love mariana i read it for love thank you (laughs) i would like to be on record that the entire conversation that Kristen and I had making that decision was in the group chat. It so was. like, <laughs> but I thought we were just chatting about being like, oh, we're all going to buddy read it together. We I specifically said, we have to, do you want to do a buddy read for the barbell challenge in November? I blacked that part out. I specifically <laughs> uh-huh. was like, would you like to do a redacted, redacted buddy read? And I went, ah! <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay. Well, any hoodles. Uh, <laughs> but so I will be doing that one. I'll also be finishing the reading embrace this year and then I'll be doing the reading embrace next year. I feel like that's kind of um, borderline a, a, a requirement for me as somebody who does a lot of reading challenges and is also a co-host of the Heaving Bosom. So like probably, yeah, <laughs> I should probably do the reading challenge or the reading embrace. Um, and then this year I'm not finishing BDSM challenge. I just, that is just not happening. (laughs) I've accepted it. I still need, like, probably, I could probably, okay, frankly, I could probably go through everything I've read this year and slot it in, right? Like, I could probably do a pretty good job on it, but I'm just not going to take that time this year. Like, I've just accepted, because, like, I just do challenges for fun, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, and then I... Just didn't pick up any of the other year smut chapter challenges, like chapters two, three, or four. I may have started two, and I just and I just I've just accepted that. Um, there's other ones that I kind of wanted to start and then didn't, and so but I don't remember their names, and I'm just not going to go digging around for them because whatever. Uh, I think so. This upcoming year, I am really going to embrace challenges that don't have a timer on like there's no deadline it's not a timed challenge so i have two monster fucker challenges bingos that i've just kind of had in the background for like the last year ish year and a half whenever we found those Kristen, i know you're doing Mm -hmm. those as well 
Um, and so I'm going to keep those ones just because there's no time limit on them. I also mm -hmm. think that I might extend the BDSM challenge. I might just go ahead and keep that one as like a thing that I do in the background. I haven't decided because I really need to cut down on my challenges, right? Because like I read over 300, I, I read over a book a day every year for the yeah. last two years. I'm two books yeah. from a book for every day this year. Dang. And so like, wow. I know hilariously the last book that hit, hit, i hit 365 is not going to be an eloisa james <gasps> it might be but like I was like that just means you're not trying hard well, enough <laughs> well, we'll see i might i might move it around so that like i force it to be an eloisa james just because like i have been upset anyway but um even with reading that much, I'm such a mood reader and like a rabbit hole reader that like some of these things, I'm just going to put a, I'm just going to take a time limit off of it. Um, I also want to do more challenges just for fun, you know? So like, I've noticed that a lot of my challenges are really specific. It's like a specific prompt, a specific thing. And so I remember not, I didn't do it this year, but the year last year, 2022, I did a challenge, which was a seasonal bingo. And so I had four seasons, winter, mm -hmm. spring, summer, and autumn. And then it was just stuff that reminds you of that season. And if it shows up in a book, you fucking mark it off on bingo, right? Hell yeah. And it was so fun, right? Like, why did I not... <laughs> do, like, I, like, and there were, like, I didn't finish it. I was, like, maybe three or four books away. And I just, it, like, there were some things on there that I just doesn't super show up in romance super often or like I wasn't reading books that had it. And so I think this upcoming year I'm going to do it again, but I'm going to make it myself and I'm just going to put in stuff that reminds me of winter and fall and you know, all of those things and just have it as kind of a fun thing. I might make it an annual one um, for so myself. I have to interrupt you. That's the second. So obviously we tried to record this episode previously and that's the second time you've done that where you were like winter, spring, summer, and autumn and my little gilmore girl's heart just sobs when you do that because it's so Winter, close spring, summer, spring, summer and fall. Or fall all you have to do, you is, do is call fall. sabrina <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I was like i don't get happening do y'all not watch did y'all not watch the gilmore girls ever yes oh, oh yes. wow i'm yeah. so old okay no um, i watched, I watched it, it. I watched it, Kristen, and no, I felt Thank the same. You, it's 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 off. It's this discordant thing. It's like it's <laughs> yeah, it just like twangs the the wrong yeah. chord on the guitar or something for me. Oh, I don't know. It's like interesting, and, then, and you wait for it, and then it's like an autumn. It's like, an autumn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, now that I've caused discord in <laughs> in some brains. Um, I also, I'm going to like our, so next year times challenges that I'm looking at are going to definitely be, I'm going to do bang in the night next year. I was really sad not to do it this year. Um, so I'm going to make an active effort to do it next year. I'm also going to do the rip bodice summer romance bingo just cause you know, 25 books ish over three months. Like let's fucking do it. I love also, I've always loved doing the ripped bodice summer bingo. That bingo is um, what truly got me into reading. Like I was kind of like, Oh yeah. Reading challenge. That is what I was like a rabid for. And then what got me into like book journaling was that bingo. Mm -hmm. oh, so good. I yeah. love them. I also love that d diverse baseline challenge that you recommended <gasps> just now. And so, so excited. I, I've already That's made the awesome. decision just based on what you said. 
I'm going to be doing that one. And then Kristen's year-long pride challenge that she'll talk about more. I'm also going to do that one. I think that, that I think the biggest thing for next year is that I'm going to do less month-long challenges, right? Yeah. Like, I'm going to just get it, like, let it spread out over the year. Um, and I am really excited. Uh, so this last year, though... I've gone down a couple of rabbit holes. Um, unsurprisingly, I did read Ruby Dixon. Um, I did read a bunch of Ruby Dixon because I was behind. And so I did go down a Ruby Dixon rabbit hole. I also had totally forgotten about this because this was in the very beginning of the year. I went down a Naomi Lucas rabbit hole. She writes like sci-fi with like hella alpha energy mm. and like I had totally forgotten but apparently I read 19 Naomi ah. Lucas books at the beginning of the year and I had just totally <laughs> wow. forgotten um there's also Eloisa James obvs uh mm -hmm. <laughs> that's not by the end of this year Eloisa James will be my most read author for the year sure um, yeah I also found Jolie Vines who writes like contemporary Scott romance Ooh. and like hella went down that rabbit hole like I want I can't wait until I'm back in the mood for contemporary because I cannot wait to jump back into that mm -hmm. um and then unsurprisingly there's a bunch of um sci-fi on here like I started SJ Sanders I'd heard about SJ Sanders for years now Ooh, and mm -hmm, I just hadn't mm -hmm. taken the dive and I read a ton of SJ Samber Sanders and then <laughs> unsurprisingly there's a lot of uh, regina april and tiffany roberts on here um so those are kind of my rabbit hole authors for this year this upcoming year i'm a little out of the loop right like i'm not super aware of a ton of stuff that's coming out next year but i'm excited about this upcoming year because we've all talked about how we want to start making sure actively reading more diversely and because it's just so fucking easy to fall Ooh. into cishet white romance, right? It's just, it's easy. Mm -hmm. And I'm just tired of letting that happen. And so I'm excited about that diverse baseline challenge. And then I think I'm going to add an extra thing on top of that, which I'm going to make a real effort to find authors that I don't already, like, I'm going to try not to do comfort authors, which are authors that I, like, I know their stuff. I'm going to try and seek out, like, new authors. I'm not going to immediately look at it and go, oh, I can do a Beverly Jenkins for that. Oh, I can do, that's... That was one of my rabbit holes this year as well was Beverly Jenkins. So that's literally, I am I mean, just, you spent time with the queen. It's hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like, it's hard to think of literally anything else other than um, Beverly Jenkins and Eloisa James right now because <laughs> they're historical authors and that's where my brain is right now. Um, <laughs> but I think that that's going to be like one of my goals specifically, like if I can like small, like, like small, like newer authors in a lot of indie authors that don't have that gigantic, push behind them of a traditional publishing deal and although like I, I'm, I want to support traditional publishing authors as well but like I don't know I'm just gonna start like really dig digging a little deeper yeah I 
I did forget to say, I think I'm going to try to, I said this when we last recorded it too. I'm going to try to reread less. But now that I've told myself that, I am rapidly rereading things because I'm like, well, I told myself I'm going to reread less in 2024. And so, <laughs> so I have to get it all in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a monster. I'm like, I would also like to say the last time we talked, all three of you agreed that you're going to try and reread a physical, or not reread, you're going to try and read more physical books this upcoming year mm -hmm. i would like to reiterate i will not be joining that. <laughs> i tried to read a single physical book this year and realized that i am no longer made for reading physical books yeah, i'm just i i think it's so funny because when i was in college i was such a snooty little snob about like i don't like e-readers like i nice. only want to read physical books and now i'm like my noodle arms are too weak and i can't <laughs> hold a book <laughs> how do you how do you hold it open and turn the pages oh. and lay in your book and lay in your bed all cozy you can't do all of those things mm -hmm. at once yeah how do no. you if mm -mm. you don't know what a word means how do you like click on it Yes. If something's and in another language, which, yeah, you mean I have to uncap a highlighter to highlight this? Yes. Yeah. And then if I want to find this highlight again, I have to like flip? Mm -hmm. uh -uh. Oh my God. I'm already annoyed. So like I listen to audiobooks through the Libby app, through the library, and you can't make bookmarks and notes like you can <gasps> through Audible. So... Mm -hmm. It's I'm like these peasants. Like, how am I supposed to make notes on my books? I have to open up my notes app on my phone to type in a quote or something. So, how do you do that with a physical book? You don't, or you get used to writing in them, which still skeeves me out a little bit. Yeah, or you get. I need to get better about that. But annotations. I will say I'm reading physical books for my job, like to help me just be more educated for my job, and that's fine. Books for mm -hmm. fun, physically, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's not a problem. We have a work book club where we have to read a book and we have, like, book club, like, once a month on it and stuff. And, like, not a problem reading those. Yeah. Because, like, but they don't. But, like, pleasure reading at home? No. You want mm -hmm. me to hold stuff in my own home? Disgusting. <laughs> well, it's also that, like, I'm always doing something with my hands. So, like, if I'm listening to an audiobook, I'm cross-stitching. And if I'm reading with my eyeballs, then I'm knitting or I'm crocheting. And so, like, I can't do that with a physical book. Yeah. And, like, boy, mm -hmm. howdy, the neurospicy just does not like that, man. <laughs> this brain is not, like, now that I'm accustomed to having stuff to do with my hands while I'm reading, I just can't fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's kind of my plan for next year and my wrap up for this last year. Yeah. Nice. Haley, what's up with you, babe? All right. So I am probably the only one of us who um, decided to um, just ride in the coattails for this podcast where everybody else is like, I love challenges. I do challenges. And I um, love a challenge, but don't really actually commit to them because I won't do them. Um, and so it turns out when you set the bar really, really low, um, <laughs> you can accomplish and succeed. And my yes. goal this year <laughs> was to read a hundred books and I surpassed my goal. Yay. Yay. Um, bow, 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 bow. 
Yes. <laughs> but I did notice, so um, I think some of my favorite books this year, so I don't know. When the plague happened, um, I couldn't really, the only thing I could read was romance and specifically like fantasy sci-fi romance. That's all I wanted to read. That's all I could read. And prior to that, I had probably a much more diverse like type of books that I read. Uh, probably about like more like 50-50, like 50% other genres, 50% romance. And then 2020 on, um, it was just, if it doesn't, if I can't spell their name um, and it doesn't take place in another world, mm, with an HBA, <laughs> yeah. I don't, don't want it. Um, so however, I found out like this year and I just actually started going back through my like reading my list of all the books I've read this year. And I kind of have shifted back a little bit more into reading, um, my like outside of romance genres. And I'm actually very kind of excited about that but I've, mm -hmm. I've yeah. shifted um so I was I it was uh a challenge I did not even know I set for myself and <laughs> accomplished so <laughs> yay one again um but I realized like my first book of this year was The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna which I had oh. had on my bookshelf for like five years and mm -hmm. have been meaning to read it and just couldn't do it and then finally read it and was like <gasps> it was so good but oof, it was it was Ooh, a start mm -hmm. party um but I there are so many books that I feel like I have now always read and that were some of my absolutely favorites that I only just read this year like Firekeeper's Daughter yeah I mm. read this year um the Addy the Pack of Misfits <laughs> yeah yeah I just read this year um, the Starless Sea, the Rose Code, Ugh. um, the Undertaking of Heart and Mercy, <sighs> like where I read it, I just read it this year. Um, I went down my Elizabeth Hoyt rabbit hole after I read Duke of Sin for I think our very first episode of this, and was mm -hmm. just all in for quite a while. Um, and then. The Orc from the Office. Like, Ugh. oh, God, that's such a good book. Yeah. God, all of these were this year. I feel like you've been talking about these books for years. I know. Um, not, that's not a bad thing. I just like, just that's like, wild. They're so core to when I think of Haley, like the books that I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> Haley loves. Yeah. yeah. This book. Yeah. yeah. I, I read Murderbot for the first time this year. Mm -hmm. And it has basically become my personality. So, <laughs> As it should. Accurate. As it like, should. It's, it's, I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Um, probably one of my favorite books that I, that wasn't romance that I read this year was Remarkably Bright Creatures mm -hmm. by Shelby Van Pelt. Um, so that was incredible. Um, as far as challenges go, I, again, did it. And the ones I sort of did, I accomplished those. But I think <laughs> next year, we talked about 23 for 23. And while I didn't quite, um, I'm not going to finish it, I do think that's where I want to, like, shift. So I do mm -hmm. think I, 
uh, am going to take a conscious effort to, to reshape or redo my algorithm where mm -hmm. I'm getting more, I'm looking for more diverse authors. Um, I really loved the decolonize, like uh, Mariana has talked a lot about the decolonize your bookshelf. And I want to, I think, do that one. I think that's um, the perfect I, one for you, Haley, because you mm -hmm. read so many other genres. I just mm -hmm. don't. I feel so. like that's something that both you and Kristen could actually like accomplish in a year. Yeah. yeah. Accomplish. I'm going to need two years to finish it, but yeah. <laughs> um, I'm also really excited about um, Kristen's, which she will tell you, like the pride challenge. Like I like, I liked that a lot. Um, and I do want to, I have lots of physical books on my TBR shelf and I want to, to read, um, at least three physical books Ooh. this year and not just trophy specifically from your TBR. Nope. Okay. You're going to just might buy some more books then. I might. Okay. I'm not limiting myself, but as long as they're physical books. Um, I did notice that um, that uh, what's Burbage. the word where you just leave it out? Like, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Lawyered. Um, <laughs> um, so I guess those are my goals is to continue the path I'm on for reading more outside of romance, kind of getting back to where I was pre-plague um, and reading more diverse within other genres as well. Like mm -hmm. I want to read more diverse within the romance genre, but I also would really, really like to read more diverse authors outside of the romance genre, like in other genre fiction. Like I want more Afropunk sci-fi, you know, Hell yeah. I, I want um, more, uh, historicals that are not written by white women about time periods that are not England. Like I was literally just thinking, I was like, God, I would love. I have a as like book wreck for you, Adriana Herrera. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I was like, I would really love a historical fiction romance set in India, like pre-colonial India. Like I want yeah. a sweeping historical romance like I was like oh my god that just sounds so good to me I want one like in Africa like I just I like I want mm. these like like own voices just beautiful historical <laughs> sweeping romances um because I read The Peacekeeper which was a, a mystery and it takes place in the U.S. that was not colonized like it's a it's a alternative future where there's no colonization ever happened and I was like mm -hmm. oh, I could I would love just to have like a historical you know like an all yeah. where it never happened so a book that I just added to my um well I'll tell you also I'll, I'll just send you this list okay. later but it's when I was searching for more diverse romanticy and mm -hmm. like there's a lot of really good looking shit on there Ooh, yeah um there was one I want to read that's I I'm blanking on the name of it right now, but it's, we have it in the store and it's, it's based on like the, like Egypt and it's a romantic scene. Mm. I was very excited Ooh. about it. Yeah. Um, so I don't really have any holdover challenges because again, I really didn't 
do any challenges. <laughs> um, but I think I'm going to focus on more like the year long stuff. Like that's kind of be going to be like my, I do better with those because they mm-hmm. give me wiggle room. That's not to say I'm not going to try to do like bang in the night bingo because I do really, really like doing bang in the night bingo, but I'm probably going to limit myself to maybe like one or two of those and then do the rest of like year long sort of mm-hmm. challenges that are digestible. Um, books I'm most looking forward to in 2024. Um, so House of Flame and Shadows by Sarah J. Mass is coming out in January. And some book club friends of mine, my local book club, we have decided to um, go do a girls weekend and we're just going to get like an Airbnb and get read the book. Oh, and then like hell the whole yes. weekend, we're, that's all we're going to do all day. That sounds awesome. Read the book and drink wine and eat. Um, and do that. So I'm very, very excited about that one from like a woo a girls trip uh, perspective mm-hmm. another from because it's uh, house of flame and shadows. And I've been like chomping at the bit since <laughs> I finished the second book in the series. Um, I'm also very excited about bride by Allie Hazelwood. Yes. Because this is her like foray into paranormal and it's like mm-hmm. vampires and like alpha werewolf. And I'm very curious to see um, what she does with that. Um, another one is Truly Madly Deeply by Alexandria Belfour. Mm. That oh, one's yeah. coming okay. out. And is that in that, is that in a different series? Like is she starting a new series? Let me see. I don't remember. I just, it's like she is a lovelorn, like, bookstore owner or something. And he is like a, like a cynical lawyer. And they start a podcast together. <laughs> oh, that's so and fun. And I was just like, mm, yes, mm, yes, thank you. Please, please, yeah. and thank you. Um, Pucking Sweet is supposed to come out next year. Yeah! <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I'm so <laughs> excited about. Um, again, it's it's described as MFM. I'm a little disappointed in that one, but you know, whatevs. We'll see. We'll see what comes. Yeah, I um, can't. Or, it's probably or the book is probably going to be MFM, and we're probably going to get an MMF in the absolutely after. Like, I have a feeling that's what's... I, I, I fucking hope that's what we're going to get because yeah, what the rough. hell, Doctor Emily Rath. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, and then the undermining of Twyla and Frank is coming out, which is the next book in the series of the Undertaking of Heart. I totally Heart. forgot. <laughs> I know. And it's like an older, like it's a friends to lovers, and I oh think they're God. both in their like forties. Yeah, after fifties, yeah. Ugh, after reading the Roommate Risk, all I want is. Friends to lovers. It's all I want in my life right now. <laughs> Ugh. So good. I'm sorry. Um, and then there is, I just, let me look up the, I because I just found one I was looking and I'm very, very excited about it. I'm definitely going to get it for the bookstore. It's Love and Other Conspiracies. <gasps> Wait, that sounds is that, super familiar. That sounds Hasty. It's, it's by Mallory Marlowe. It's a debut. It's a debut book. Oh, it's a debut author. Okay. 
And she is a um, paranormal conspiracy theorist and a web series producer to believe in finding um, as as it is to believe in finding love in the Sweeney debut romantic. Um, Halle Barrett's life has imploded. She's dumped by her hotshot ex, and then it's like they go on a hunt to like find Bigfoot in a late night <laughs> docu series. Oh my god! What? Um, yeah, and Hayden Hargrove, like the guy, is made a name for himself as a cryptid expert on his hit podcast and is intrigued by the plucky blue-haired producer who offers him the opportunity to lead his own web show. And then it's like, it's just they have, it's cryptids and conspiracy theorists and they do like a show together. And I am very, very excited That's about it. Wonderful. <laughs> it's like all my... um uh supernatural uh mm -hmm. like fit like what is it the fan series or what fan is fiction? it when you, there we go it's like supernatural <laughs> fan fiction but like an offshoot um and then of course of course i am waiting with bated breath for untitled summer 2024 murder bot by <laughs> oh, yes. yes 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 um but yeah so I think that's kind of just jumping off of like kind of again, holding on to y'all's beautiful co uh, coattails, um, diversify my bookshelf, read more diverse outside of romance as, and within romance. Um, and just kind of dip my toe back into actually completing challenges. Like I still want that bar low. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Cause mm -hmm. I, I want to be able to, I need, I need that dopamine hit to like actually succeed because if I don't, then I will feel bad and terrible. And mm -hmm. I don't, I, I have enough, I guess that's not going to work for me. It's <laughs> enjoyable and not stressful. And I need it. That's how, yeah, that's how it was for me. The very first year that I really did challenges was like, I felt bad when I didn't hit a challenge. So I'm really glad that I've hit a point now where like, it's like, okay, well, like it's fine it it didn't do a thing so it should come with time but like i feel you that first like couple of challenges i did i was like when i didn't finish Distraught. and i like it's <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah and it's not like it was easy to finish like i was feeling guilty for not finishing a bingo in a month when i wasn't allowing myself to use a book for more than one square <laughs> like sabrina <laughs> I come also, on girl i also feel like and i don't know if it's like my like ADD or what but if you um I have like a rebellious streak as well so even if like I agree to something if something tells me I have to read a certain thing I like don't suddenly want to read that mm -hmm. thing like even if I have been like very very excited about like bang in the night or whatever if now I have committed myself to doing a challenge and it is telling me what I have to read I'm like mm, you can't tell me what to do yeah. I read what I want. <laughs> yeah. And I get kind of like upset about it. So. Yeah. Um, That's, I kind of treat challenges more of like, I like the dopamine of filling in the square. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I just have the squares available to me and I read the books that I want. And then I go through the challenges that I've quote unquote committed to. And if I get to fill in the square, it's an exciting day. And if I don't, oh, well, 
Maybe next book. That's very much how I approach them now. Now, yes. At the start, I'd be all like, I'm a terrible person because I didn't finish them. Mm-hmm. Um, that's and like, probably... I'll do planning to an extent, but like, I'll try and fit it around what I've already planned on reading. Yeah. So yeah. like, if I'm like really digging an author, or there's an author I've really wanted to dive back into, I'll be like, what of these books can like, I like slip into here and like, things. 100%. So, so, so last year... Um, as much as I said that I just kind of go off of if it fits in the the book in the if the book fits in the prompt, I'll just slip it in there. Um, I did utterly fail at one of the challenges that I tried to do this year, which was to have 12 friends recommend different books to me to read one per month what a specific challenge too like there's no making it fit it's either you do it or you don't do it yeah it's it was really specific and I did read three or four of the books that were recommended to me and I want to say I enjoyed all of them but (laughs) I did give up pretty early on because I don't know. It just wasn't hitting what I needed from it Yeah. this year. And I, I don't think I'm going to try that one again next year. Um, I don't know. We'll okay. see. Maybe. Math. But I don't have high hopes for it. Yeah. How many years have you tried to do that one? This was the second year I tried to do it. And the first year, so in 2022, I read like 10 oh. out of the 12. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like I did a lot. Um, so I had pretty high hopes this year. I just, I don't know. I I gave up, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I did finish, um, one, a challenge I randomly found on Instagram by at books and perfume. Um, and it was just 20 romance tropes. Oh, sweet. Challenge. Um, so it was like pretty, I finished it very early in the year. It was very cute and fun. Um, I That's absolutely so satisfying. Yeah, I definitely will finish the Bay Area Romance Readers Challenge. Um, because the last I, trope for this month is only one bed, right? Yes. Okay. I have done Year of Smut this year, all four chapters. I think I have like one left for this chapter of it um but i don't think i'll do that challenge um again next year i will be i I hosted a pride challenge in june this year and it was like 15 or 17 prompts it was a lot um in the month of june and i did it but it was it made june really stressful because i was trying to put together the posts with the book recommendations on top of reading my own books for it on top of making sure that things are like posting on time and stuff like that. It, I don't know. It really stressed me out. So what I decided to do this year is I knocked down some of the categories. Like I got rid of a couple of the prompts um, and I'm going to make it for the whole year. Yay. So I'm very excited. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Uh, Well, because it goes along with like something that all of us have discussed, which is like 
it's not just that one month that we should be reading mm-hmm. yes. things. It's not yeah. just June that you should be reading books by queer authors or and about queer people. Um, so that will be coming out in early January. So wait, I have a question. Things together. Yeah, mm-hmm. is it like one prompt per month? Um, I think I'm going to do, so kind of like the Bay Area Romance Readers did, I'm going to assign each month a prompt. Okay. But I'm going to release it at the beginning of the year. Oh, so, yeah. So like all of them. So if you decide to read the March book in January, like, I don't care. Yeah. Um, it's just going to be called March. Oh, hell yeah. Definitely. I already said I was doing it, but I'm really doing it. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Um. So, let's see. Oh, seasonal challenges that I did. I wanted to do Sapphic September. I mean, I did read Sapphic books in September, but <laughs> they had 12 books on there and I did not read them all. Um, or I didn't fit all the prompts. And the Rip Bodice Bingo, I got three bingos, but I was still three books away from Blackout. So we'll try again next year. <laughs> One of these uh, years. And I huh? said one of these years. I'll I'll get blackout per Yeah. <laughs> I never do. Same thing for Bang in the Night, actually. I was three books away from blackout. So Dang. that was But that one's harder because it's one month instead of three. Um I think I'm like three or four books away from finishing the Pop Sugar Challenge, and I absolutely will not finish it. do you know what the ones you're missing are i can tell you that one of them is book published the year you were born and i just do not have any interest in books published in 1988 like no thank you i think the the thing i've had on the list because this has been a prompt in a few of them and matilda was published in 1988 oh that would be fun um but it would be, but I don't, a book that I bought secondhand, I did buy a book secondhand. So at Beausoleil, they have a, a shelf that's specifically secondhand books. And I bought, it was like a Dinotopia book. Cause I was like, this will be really easy to read. Right. It's mm-hmm. like a middle grade book, maybe even a young reader's book. Um, I still haven't read it. <laughs> <laughs> And then I asked for recommendations on the podcast for books written during NaNoWriMo, but I sure haven't read any of them. (laughs) And I don't know that I will before the end of the year because my brain is consumed with holiday cheer and that's all I want to read. Heck yes. Right now. (laughs) Um, But my top books of 2023 were, um, so I, do track similarly to Mariana, my favorite books of the year in a bracket style. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so for quarter one, I had The Firekeeper's Daughter by Angeline Booley. Hell yeah. um, quarter two was Emily Wilde's Encyclopedia of Fairies by Heather Fawcett. Um, quarter three was All Systems Red by Martha Wells. Yeah. Um, and I haven't chosen this year. I mean, the last quarter because December is not over. So 
I don't know what my favorite book of the year is, but of those three, I I won't even commit to saying which one of those three because it's <laughs> a very close race. Oh, um, yeah, that's gonna be a hard fucking list. It really, and when you look, like I wrote down runners up, and I have like my favorites from October and November, and I'm looking at them all, and I'm like, how could I possibly choose? And like, I know what <laughs> books I read the rest of the year. And I'm like, I'm missing some really great books on this list. <laughs> um, but we'll see. Uh, I, I would like to say that um, you did in fact read my 12, the, my recommendation for this year. And I'm very happy about that because I, I did, did recommend you good deeds by Catherine moon, uh, which mm-hmm. was my second favorite book of last year. So I totally understand why it was your second favorite book of last year. And that's one of the things where I'm like, man, why isn't Good Deeds on this list? But I read it in it's the same quarter as I read Firekeeper's Daughter. And that book yeah, is incredible. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Same, same with me. I also read Good Deeds this year and I loved it. But I read it around the same time as Firekeeper's Daughter. And... I was obsessed. Mm-hmm. So. What are you going to do? Well, actually, like, that's a, that, that's a challenge with the bracket system is, like, there are definitely books. Like, I remember doing my bracket for last year. I'm so behind on my bracket for this year. So, like, I can't even pretend mm-hmm. I know what's on there, partially because, like, I've read a lot of really good fucking books this year. <laughs> and it's like, fuck, I don't know how I'm going to do this. But, like, last year, it, so I said that Good Deeds was my second favorite book of last year. I don't actually know if it was my second favorite book. It just happened to be my favorite of that month. And Mm -hmm. then of that quarter, and then, like, it made it to the end. Golly. Like, it definitely, um, it does skew a little bit because if you read, like, a lot of really, really great books in March, but then maybe April is like, yeah, this one was really good and it was definitely the best. But it's not. But it better. probably wouldn't have beaten some of those other books that you read in March, you know? Kit Webb and Marion Hayes in the same month last year. And like mm. having to make a decision between those two <laughs> so felt good. like choosing which child I was going to like leave to the wolves. Like, <laughs> okay, Sophie. Another set of books that I'm so tempted to reread because I'm like, some good books. I could reread those about now. <laughs> oh my god. Mariana, you Did are Do have any plans to finish that series? I don't. Or to like do more in that series? I don't know. I thought maybe so, but then they came out with uh, We Could Be So Good. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't fully know. And then they've written in like another 1950s novella since then. So I'm like, are we just not feeling super historical? Yeah. I don't know. Brighter man. <laughs> yeah. And I'll I'll eat it all. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh so this year my like I want to read this many books in 2023 was 104. And I have I'm at like 196 shut 195. up like it's a lot for me it's not anything compared to what sabrina's reading that i've like i know you, you cannot use books you could not use year. me yeah. as a 
don't ever use me as your comparison. Kristen, I'm I, like, hoping I this hit is, this 110. Is, this is a like, blanket rule for not only you three, it's a playgroup. If you listen to this podcast and you're like, <laughs> oh my God, I didn't read even close to as many books as Sabrina. It's a sickness, no. y'all. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> like, this is an illness that you do not want any part of. So yeah. like. Yeah. And I, I don't want. Not that I don't want to read this many books. It's a fuckload of books, though. It's so, so many. many. It's not that I don't want to read this many books as, next year, but I definitely don't want to set a set goal that goal. high. Like, yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. not. So, what I was thinking well, like so, what I every usually, year, my goal is 100. Mm-hmm. Period. I know I'm going to go over that, but like, it is just. Yeah. I was looking back and I was like, I started at 52 books. Like that was always my goal because I was one book a week, which is it felt very manageable for where I was at. Um, And I surpassed it. So I upped my goal by a little bit and I surpassed that. So I have done that apparently every year since like 2018 or 2019. I've just upped it a little bit. Yeah. So I came up with 104 because that's two books a week. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, well, I could probably do 120. Like, that's still a stretch. That's still a lot of but That's books. 10 books a month. But it's 10 books a month. And that feels like a nice round number that my brain likes. Yeah, that was. So my- I think that's going to be my goal for yeah. next year. 120 was my goal this year. But then I went into a like multi-month book slump where I didn't mm-hmm. read 10 books a month. And so now I'm like, shit, 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 shit. So I'm trying to read as much as possible in Jan- in December, and I still don't think I'm going to hit it, which is fine. Um, I'm going to lower it back down for next year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well because th- of you explaining your 120 books a year, I think I might up it to 120, or, like, I might do, like, I'm hesitant to go too high, because, like, so the amount of books that I read right now is, like, this is a new thing. So, like, this year mm-hmm. I'm about to hit, like, I'm probably going to hit close to 400 this year. Last year was 384. The year before was 170, and the year before that was 151. So, like, this is not, yeah. like, this is, like, I have more than doubled Mm -hmm. in the last two years right and so like i don't want to go too high but like i like that 120 because it's like Mm -hmm. such a nice round round. Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. and like yeah but i also like your thing of like two books a week etc etc and so i might do 180 which is no not 180 yeah no i don't know Three, are you trying to Not get like one. three books a week? Uh, no, I was trying to in my head. What's one fifty four? I might do. Uh, I did it backwards. One fifty. No, fifty two. One fifty six. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I might do one fifty six, which would be three books a week. And so I think I might up my goal for the first time in um, like twelve years. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, the challenges that I'm going to do next year is obviously, hopefully I'll finish a pride challenge that I am putting out there into the world. Heck yes. Uh, an alphabet challenge. I'm not going to finish my alphabet challenge this year, but I'm going to start fresh next year. Um, the reading embrace. I will finish the heaving bosoms reading embrace this year. I just have one more book to read. 
Um, and I really want to try the 50 States Challenge that Emily Rath brought to my attention on our episode. Uh, that one sounded like a lot of fun, but I'm not going to put a time limit on that one. That's just going to be something that I'm going to keep a running tally of in mm-hmm. my, um, probably on my spreadsheet. Um, I, damn it. I had forgotten about that one. I think I'm going to, I want to do that one too. I'm probably going to put it up on story graph and I'm just going to make the end date like 2030. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see if I finish um, it by then. Seasonal challenges, just as they come to me. I'll do Ripped Bodice. I'll do Bang in the Night. I may do a holiday bingo. I'm really sad. I haven't found any holiday challenges this year that really made me want to do them. I thought that I was going to release a challenge for October to December that covered, um, you know, spooky season and uh like Thanksgiving time and Christmas and Hanukkah and stuff like that. But I don't know. The pride challenge really did stress me out last year. I mean, this summer. So I didn't release it. And now I'm like, man, I can't find any other holiday challenges that are really something I want to do to you. Yeah. So maybe I'll do that next year as well. We'll see. It'll be a surprise to us all. Uh, and the books that I'm most looking forward to in 2024, Haley got one of them, and that's the Undermining of Twyla and Frank, or Frank and Twyla. I really don't remember which iteration. Um, but I am looking to Emily Wilde's Map of the Other Worlds. Yes, I left Fawcett. that one out. And I'm so <laughs> excited about that one too. Yeah, I actually have a an arc of it sitting in my book in my kindle right now and it comes out in january and i'm just like oh is not kelly gonna get mad at me that i don't read this as an arc because i kind of want to wait for 2024 to read it mm-hmm. um because i don't want it to compete with encyclopedia of fairies for my favorite book of the year <laughs> <laughs> i feel that i feel that yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely waiting for I, well, I don't have an arc of it but even if I did there are certain books that like I have I own and I really am excited to read but I am specifically holding them for next year I feel like I'm I think I'm gonna just coast out with holiday stuff and mm-hmm. movies but but map of the other worlds is like <sighs> it's gonna be so good <laughs> Uh, I'm excited about A Witch's Guide to Magical Inkeeping by Sangu Mandana. Um, that is the author that wrote. Irregular. Should she do the irregular, the secret? The Very Secret Society of Irregular Witches. Yes. 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 Ooh, I didn't know she was coming out with another one. (gasps) Mm -hmm. I don't know that it's a series. Like, it's it's just another book. But yes, it's coming out. Next year for sure, but I have the date somewhere. April. Uh, I have been reading the Between Earth and Sky trilogy as it came out by Rebecca Roanhorse, and the third book, Mirrored Heavens, comes out next year, and I'm very much looking forward to see what is going to happen okay. in that series. I just recently found 
Black Sun by Rebecca yes. Roanhorse and added that to my TBR. Uh, I'm like super excited about that. It is very good. It is really dark and um I don't know. The mythology is so cool and the writing is beautiful. I I love that series a lot. By the way, um, I did remember a book that I'm super excited about next year. What is it? To share a specific one. It's um The Dangerous Ones by Lauren Blackwood. So the first book that I read by Lauren Blackwood was Within These Wicked Walls in mm. 2021. And I fucking loved it. It was fucking incredible. Um, It was like, so one of the quote or like one of the quote like the blurbs or yeah it was like lauren blackwood's can't miss debut is a magical ethiopian inspired remix of jane Eyre's harper's bazaar or uh, is of jane Eyre by harper bazaar and um it was really good i have not yet read the next book that lauren blackwood it came out earlier this year and I just hadn't gotten around to it, but I'm excited about it. But like, I'm super excited about um, this upcoming book because it's not none of these are series; they're all standalone novels. Mm-hmm. And this one is like vampires and magic, and like it's set in 1863 Pennsylvania, and Ooh. like I'm I'm really excited about it. Yeah, that sounds good. Civil War vampires. Hmm. Nice. Sorry. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, vampire hunter. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I love that book, but <laughs> Bill, Bill Compton. Oh yeah. <laughs> um The Pairing by Casey McQuiston is their next oh. novel. Yes. I'm excited for that one. And then of course, Sex Lies and Sensibility by Nikki Payne. Yes. They have been dropping Noise. some like, not spoilers, but like the vibe TikToks have reels. been good. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, Nikki Payne, I can't like full reels and just the vibe she's putting out for this book. I'm I'm really excited to read it. His name is Bear. Stop it! I didn't realize his that. name is Bear. Okay, <laughs> I love a bear. Yeah. Yay, well, I think all right. we're all so excited for next year. I'm excited for us. I feel well planned. As a reminder, yeah. as, as a reminder, our prompt for the episode that comes out in two weeks is going to be New Year, New Me, however you take that. Um, you, you can find us on Storygraph and Instagram at The Busy Romnivores and on our website, thebusyromnivores.com. Please feel free to reach out to us if you would like recommendations, have recommendations for us, want to or see a specific um, prompt for an episode in the future. Us? If you want to do challenges with us, absolutely, please let us know. <laughs> yeah. So until next time, Romnivores. Stay hungry. Read voraciously. And don't forget your sunscreen. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.